Hello and welcome to It Could Happen, a film prov podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Chad. I'm Taylor. If you're joining us for the first time, this is a fully improvised podcast focused on selecting a well-known movie based off your suggestions and improvising the prequel or sequel that never was, never should be, and never will be. And when we wrap each episode, we're editing in music and sound effects to make it feel like you're actually listening in the cinema, the to place, a movie, the place where you'll never go again. R.I.P. Yeah. Cinema. Um, <laughs> this week is is special. This is our first episode with a uh, guest. We have a very special guest Ooh. with us. This man is um, he he's the reason that this podcast got legs. Uh, he's the owner, pr- the proprietor of the Red Curb Comedy Theater. Uh, he's uh, our buddy Will Paffenberger. Hello, everybody. Hello. I'm excited to be a part of your show today. I love it. We Good. Yes, it. thank you. We're I'm, uh, I'm one of your biggest fans. I know because I track the statistics. <laughs> I was going to say, I believe that. <laughs> 60% of the listeners. <laughs> Will's fun. How are you? I'm good, man. This good. is fun. I'm glad you guys invited me. It's cool to have you guys doing it here in the theater. And so I'm going to try to hang. Awesome. I don't know. I mean, uh, uh, we, we, you we, guys are so good. We are in protective cocoons from each other. So it's the first oh, time yeah. we're recording in person, but yeah. uh, many layers of plastic between us. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. This is actually so. a very fine category. Clear vinyl. Silk. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, so. uh, <laughs> these are hand-built pods. Uh, and uh, very protective, I think. I no one so far that has come into the, these podcast studios has gotten COVID or any other disease, as that's, far as I know. I do feel safe. That's not <laughs> everybody. That's, in fact, if you came in here and had a disease, you now are cured. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. These uh, welcome to the healing properties of the podcast there studio. <laughs> well, we um, I think we've decided that uh, any episode uh, on which we have a guest, we we would like the guest to choose the movie. Oh, wow. That's generous, guys. Yeah. So uh, you do it. My, one of my favorite movie trilogies of, of all time uh, since I was a kid is Back to the Future. Ooh. And I was hoping that they would continually make uh, uh, additional sequels and prequels to that movie series. And then they just stopped. All of a sudden, <laughs> Robert Zemeckis was just like, no, no more. The book and is so, closed on yes, the future. Yeah, that's it. And they made the train, and it's like, oh my gosh, uh, you could have so many more fun adventures with the train, and what could happen with Doc's kids, and it never happened. It never Actually, came to wait, be. Wait, wait, it totally did happen. There was a Back to the Future animated series. Oh, fuck. Was there really? Yeah. I, I think you're right. Recall. You're yeah, right. And he had two kids, and he named them like Tesla and... <gasps> yeah, Elon. and Edison. Elon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Musk. <laughs> <laughs> Get over here, Musk. <laughs> he named a Bitcoin and Ethereum. <laughs> so yeah, you're right. I, I'm going to tell you a terrible secret. I've not seen the third. Oh, so I was just going to say. It, it, I, in my brain, I always think the third is where it jumps the shark, and I think I shouldn't see it. So like, I think the first two are like well, you're classic right cinema, that, yeah. but I feel like mm. the third's bad. I know the first one um, the best. I, I don't know if I know. I may not have seen the third one either. But what? I, yeah, the third one's good. Oh, it's, it's fine. That's yeah. the one with the train? Yeah, it's yeah, the, it's the, it's the West Western one. one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. But I feel like people say that the Western one tie like, they're, the diehards are like, no, it fucking ties it all together. Like, you have to see it. And I'm like, nah. I don't know. No? You don't need the third one. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say the third one is, uh, it's not as good as the first two. You're right about that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I loved it so much that uh, I, was, I was already in. I was, I was immediately sold. On having a third Back to the Future and a fourth one, I thought that I, I, as a kid, to think that a movie could say to be continued at the end, and you're like, "Holy shit, there's more movies!" That blew my mind. It was the first time I had that experience where it's like, "There's gonna be more movies about this story," and I was very excited. Doc and Marty gonna live forever, forever, ever, forever, ever. Um, so, uh, so they go to the what? The fifties in the first one, yep. the yep. future in the second one. Yeah, the, the 2015. They 2015. go to 2015 oh. in the second one. Oh, my God. <laughs> so we are See, now it. I feel like I have to... I need to refresh my brain on this. I'm going to watch this. So it's no longer the future. They go to the past That's again. <laughs> so, like, what is... The, I'm like, wait. If they went back to 2015 now, would they be like, wow. Wow, this is about ready to get real fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so do we want to do a, a, a prequel to the first Back to the Future. Do we want to do a Back to the Future four, or do we want to recreate Back to the Forture? Back, Back to, to the, the Forture. <laughs> um, ah. What? Okay. I, I mean, I, options are endless, right? Um, yeah, we got our let's writers yeah. room this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, options are endless, right? Like, so what other time period would you go to? So we, you oh. know, we've been to the old west. We've been medieval. 
Ooh. Um, Black Plague. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there a Martin Lawrence movie called Black Knight where he just goes back to the medieval times? Yes. Yeah, and he yeah. wears yeah. sneakers. Yeah, yeah. And he has like a Jets jersey on. That's what I remember from the poster. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a green football jersey. Okay, so, new plan. We're new doing plan. that sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, wait a minute. I'm thinking of Big Mama's house. <laughs> <laughs> What's the one where Big Mama goes back to medieval times? <laughs> That might be all <laughs> every that, Tyler Perry movie there ever was. But then I just combined it in my head with The Nutty Professor, and I was like, Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that could be. They go all the way back to, like, ancient Greek. Oh, yeah. Roman times, um, where there's gods and stuff, or Egypt, or Bible <laughs> times. Wait. What if he went back to Jesus? I wanna, <laughs> what if he went back to save <laughs> Jesus? No, I want to... <laughs> What if Marty has to go back to kill baby Hitler? I, I want to be clear. Will you think that if we go back to Roman times that there are real gods that walk around? Uh, well, that's according to what they've written. Yeah, well, there is, and it what is, happens it is a movie. to them. <laughs> that's, I always wonder that. They die in some epic war where well, no, gods kill like gods. A meteor, right? A meteor came in. That's the dinosaur. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the gods could withstand any heavenly power except one, one, one meteor, one large, rock. one, one large rock. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, so what I think we need is we need like base level synopsis of the three, like all three. Okay. Base level, and then you know, I we just go somewhere else. I can. Yeah, we we'll go somewhere else. You want me to do it from memory? No, no, no. I want. Um, oh, want we, I want to do what we usually do on the show, where we read somebody's terrible internet. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Back to the Future, nineteen eighty-five. Um, is this Steven Spielberg? Oh no, Robert Zemeckis. Robert Zemeckis. Uh, obviously, Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, Lee Thompson, Chris Glover. We know. We know. Um, Marty McFly, a 17-year-old high school student, is accidentally sent 30 years into the past in a time-traveling DeLorean invented by his close friend, the eccentric scientist, Doc Brown. That's Back to the Future 1. That's great. That's the synopsis? I mean, that's pretty... pretty. I mean, that's like leads up... Right? We don't, need, we don't need the other plot points. We just need to know, like, okay, great. What's next? Like how it starts, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, Back to the Future Part 2, 1989. Uh, same folks. Um, after visiting 2015... Not Crispin Glover. Rest in, rest in peace? No, he's, he's no. very alive. He just wasn't in that movie. They got a body double for him, and then he sued the movie studio for it because it was still using his likeness. Yeah. Well, we'll use that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crispin Glover was pissed. <laughs> Um, Marty McFly has only just gotten back from the past when he is once again picked up by Dr. Emmett Brown and sent through time to the future. Marty's job in the future is to pose as his own son to prevent him from being thrown in prison. Unfortunately, things get worse when the future changes the present. And Whoa. Back to the Future Part 3, 1990. How does the change the... Okay, let's not get into that. I don't... <laughs> the future... Changes the present. Yeah, like that's that's most time travel thingies. Like if you go if you travel to the future or the past and you fuck with something, then then it's just everything's different. You altered the timeline. But if you fuck, you no, know, if you go to the past and change something, butterfly effect, Ashton Kutcher, it becomes. Oh yeah, in the I future. guess that makes sense. But I'm not sure how like going to the future to change a thing affects the past. It that's, did because yeah, because he went to the future and that let future Biff. In on the fact that there's a time traveling DeLorean and future Biff stole the DeLorean to go back to past Biff and give him the almanac. I've not seen that. <laughs> that's the that second is, movie. That does not ring a that's bell. Right. That's right. <laughs> yes, that's what happens is he grabs a thing from the future, takes it back to the past, changes the past, yeah. the future changes. Wow. Yeah, see, so, so your your logic holds up there. Yeah, yeah. You're right, because it still wasn't the future changing no. the past. It was yeah. it was future I'm, Biff traveling to the past to change the future. No, it was it was present Biff. Getting finding the almanac and fuck, I don't remember. <laughs> well, There's depending so on what, what do you want to start? 1985. I don't. It know. was old 2015 Biff because remember his 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 uh, his fist cane handle breaks off in the DeLorean and that's how they know it's Biff. Oh yeah, yeah. His, <laughs> he's got his fist. His so, fist to handle. To be fair, Biff's fist the DeLorean. <laughs> yeah, Biff. I like how we're doing a synopsis of these movies, so in case you haven't seen it, you can safely assume that we are four crazy people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why they call them Old Fist and Biff for the rest of the <laughs> Fist and Biff. 
for the rest of the series. Get out of here, you Biff Fista. You'll see in Back to the Future 3, he's credited as Fist and Biff. Mr. Yeah, here Biff. here we go. The Stranded in 1955, fist. Marty McFly learns about Fist and Biff. No. <laughs> uh... This is uh, part three, though. Uh, stranded in 1955, Marty McFly learns about the death of Doc Brown in 1885 and must travel back in time to save him. No fuel readily available for the DeLorean. The two must figure out how to escape the Old West before Emmett is murdered. By Biff's fistin' ancestor. <laughs> mad dog fist, mad fistin' Biff t- <laughs> Biff teen? <laughs> I am 15 years old. Oh my God. You are 15 going on Wait, Let's travel back to the whenever 1915. This sounds just like 1915. That's where Biff travels back to the beginning of World War One and like puts himself at it's like the Adolf Kaiser. Biff, Adolf now Biffler. <laughs> I, no, <laughs> war crimes. No, yeah. oh no. And then he just he like uses his sperm to create a future of Biffs. <laughs> just an army of Biffs. Wait, what is that? Wait. Makes the Uber Biff. Yeah, <laughs> this is bad. That's right. Marty McFly when he comes back originally in 1955, he just gets jumped by a king of of Biff heads. They're all small Biffs though. Yeah, small. <laughs> yeah, he miffed. He, he miffed. <laughs> <laughs> He miffed the formula and made small biffs. He made some army miffed biffs. <laughs> Skinhead biffs. <laughs> oh, man. These biff razors to shave their heads. Bick. Yes. We'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right, like, so woo. many directions we could, we could take this one. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Will? This is your movie, so... Do you want to go, go further in the past? Or further in the future, because that gives us two different worlds. We could go to the medieval uh-huh. times and go to the Biffteen hundreds. Oh. The Biffentine era. <laughs> the Biffentine era. All right, I'm, I like I'm going- leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I like going further into the past, because I don't know what they have, what, what there is to gain exactly by doing that. Oh, man. Uh, like, medieval sounds funny. Yeah. Like... Yeah, medieval. Like, why? We, how do you even? How do you even handle yourself there, from that far in the future? Yeah, there, there's no nothing. There's no electric. Well, I guess in the Western one, there probably wasn't electricity or anything, right? It was no, just beginning a little. There bit. was some. Okay. But it, was like, it was like steam, right? Like steam power. Yeah, right? yeah. It was yeah. very like Wild Wild West, like with a giant spider. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, do we just want to jump into it and just say, "Hey, that's where we're going"? Yeah, sure. Should we say we're going into the past? Are they the same characters? I think, yeah, I mean, Doc and, and Marty for sure. <clears throat> um, we've talked a lot about Biff, so I feel like he's got to be here somewhere. Um, what's the name of the town they live in? I forget that one. Hill Valley. Hill Valley, that's it. This is going to be the first time our claps are synced. Because we're together. When we last left uh, Doc Brown and Marty, they were barreling through a tunnel on a giant steam-powered train in the past. As it hits the appropriate speed of 88 miles per hour or whatever you need to fly through space and time, the train bolts through, except it hits a thing. It hits a, a wormhole and it flies in a different direction. <laughs> and uh, they get sucked into a different place in time. I'm just trying to get us out of the old west and into a time. Yeah, oh, well, we were going through a tunnel and then we hit a wormhole. No, well, at the end of the third movie, um, Doc Brown takes the time travel train like off into somewhere. Like you we just know, don't you know. Don't, you don't know where or when he's going, and he leaves Marty in Hill Valley. That's how the third. Oh, movie okay, okay, okay. And he destroys the DeLorean, so all there's all yeah, all that's a train. Oh, time train. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry, we can still use that. <laughs> where it's a thing. <laughs> When we last left Doc Brown and Marty, Doc Brown was flying through a, a thing, a wormhole on a, in a train. But where's he going? Where's Marty? Marty's in Hilltown, Pennsylvania. <laughs> back in the United States of present day. <laughs> Clara, I, I, I don't know where we're going, Clara, but you and the boys are all I need. Well, we're here to serve you, Doc. Whatever you need, we're here to help. Thanks for calling me Doc, Clara. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. 
Dot grips Clara's hands and they brace for impact when they're about to hit the thing. But the thing doesn't impact because <laughs> it opens and swallows the train and everyone aboard. They get sucked through the wormhole and and flashes of light and uh, in the backgrounds there's clocks with the little arms ticking to show that we're going through time in a strange way. out of the sky into uh, an open, hilly field, not a hint of civilization around, and it crashes into the ground and throws the bodies of Doc and family into the grass where they tumble to save Daddy? Daddy! What, what do you need, son? I can't feel my legs! Oh, God! My boy will never... Oh, I'm an inventor. I can invent you some more legs! But, but where? I don't see an invention house anywhere. Oh, God. Looks like we've stumbled upon some sort of... mystery. <laughs> where are we, Daddy? Doc looks around. Uh, we see some white smoke in the distance. Not, not too far out, and... and the... Huzzah! Huzzah! We've selected a new pope! <laughs> 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 Wait, listen, you hear that? The the Civilization slight sounds of medieval pan flutes and tambourines probably. Listen, there's a Renaissance fair nearby. <laughs> Come here, son, I'll pull you up on my back. <laughs> Doc and family walk uh, over the hill towards the white smoke and loud music and noise. Just when they reach the top of the hill they they, they see a, a uh, a, a, a village and a castle. There's a huge castle and a village. Um, people are gathering in, a, in a, what looks like some sort of town square. <laughs> On guard now, you knaves! Look upon my sword, and who dares challenge me? Great Biff Knightley, the most powerful knight in Hillston. I will challenge you, Biff. Ah, who ye be? It is I, Brian McKnight. <laughs> oh, oh, indeed a McKnight. Uh, not quite a knight, just a McKnight. How He's... dare you? <clears throat> My Irish heritage has nothing to do with this. <clears throat> then draw your sword, McKnight, and meet your doom. McKnight draws a sword and is immediately decapitated. <laughs> I've never taken a hand before. Back in 1985, Marty's studying for a history test. As he flips through the pages of his textbook, he sees a tapestry. And he notices a strange face in the tapestry. Yes, it's very much Doc Brown in this tapestry. Marty knows that something's wrong, so he rushes to a nearby radio shack for parts. How can I help you? Finding uh, anything specific? Oh uh, yeah, um, I um, yeah, I need to get a couple of radio parts as well as some other electronics so I can uh, make a thing. Radio part? Well, you've come to the right place. This is a radio shack. I, I know it's a whole shack full of parts. Can I uh, just grab what I need? Well, you'll have to pay for them. But... Okay, well, I had fully intended to. I have cash. Oh, I love cash. Okay, um. Great. Uh, I'm gonna need to get this uh, this uh, modulator here and a switch. Okay. I'm gonna need to grab these uh, you know uh, blueprint chips and uh, this uh, convolkening and a big old uh, box of uh, parts. Oh, well, we got just a new shipment of big old box of parts. It just came in. Uh, they're made by RCA. Is that okay? Usually we carry the uh, Samsung big old box of parts, but they. Something I mean, I, I usually prefer to buy American, but that's okay. Well, RCA is American. No, okay, then go ahead and box it up. Thank you. Well, it's already, bo- it's, it's a big old box of parts that comes this way. It's just what it's called. It's like a, you know, jack-in-a-box. But it's just a box of parts. <laughs> uh, Mr. Frenstein, Mr. Frenstein, I was just taking in the new shipments and opened up the big old box of parts and there, there parts are in there. 
Just big old box of nothing? They accidentally confused them. They sent us a whole load of flux capacitors instead. Son of a... Can you use a flux capacitor, kid? Uh, You're luck. I absolutely can use a flux capacitor. I was going to use these other things and make my own, but I'll just take the ones you have pre-made. You need all of them? Sure. (laughs) Sounds like we're probably going to need them. All right. I mean, we didn't even order them, so you can just have them. No, you don't want any... Cash? I'll take the cash for the other things that you grab, but for the flux capacitors, you can just have the yeah, whole box. Yeah, give me box. that box of tools and right. parts, and uh, I'll take the whole box of flux capacitors. Thank you so much. Yeah, well, you got like 20 bucks? Sure, that that feels like 100 bucks, right? Sure, that'll keep Radio Shack alive for years, trust me. Thank you, sir. Cut back to the Middle Ages. We're in a dark dungeon. Uh... The entire Brown family is locked behind bars for accused uh, uh, being accused of witchcraft. Uh, Doc uh, and Clara are uh, uh, tirelessly working on a tapestry showing Doc being tortured so they can somehow be recovered in the future. <laughs> in a cell across the hall, there's a there's a an old prisoner with no teeth and he's he's being very nosy. What are y'all in here for? Some sort of wizardry? Don't pay him any attention, Clara. Here, make me look in as much pain as possible. Marty has to find this in 500 years. I haven't done anything wrong. I'm just trying to get home. Yeah, me too, mate. What are you in here for? Oh, drinking out of the pig trough. Oh, Doc Brown is disgusted. And he turns away from the strange old toothless man. Daddy, how are we ever gonna get home? Son, I don't know. But I have a feeling that, uh... At least one of us is going to die in this time period. Oh, no! You see, playing with time is like playing with fire. It's hard. Yeah, that's that's smart. That's smart. That's what Thomas Edison always used to say. Wait! Thomas Edison, that reminds me. How small are you, boy? Well, do you want to count my legs or not? Genius! Well... Squeeze you through the bars and fold your legs into your stomach, and then you can fit through. Whatever it takes to to get this family out of this dungeony prison. Fold me, Daddy. Doc Brown starts folding his son Jules Verne's legs. What the hell are you doing to that boy? I'm doing science. I consent to it. It's fine. Doc Brown pushes him through the square bars. Now, how do I get... Out of here! There's a prisoner guard that comes in every five minutes to make sure I'm not eating no more pig troughs. Should I disguise myself as something or put myself into some sort of container that he always takes? I think if you just lie there, you kind of look like a wet rag at the moment, so maybe just sit down for another, you know, he'll be here soon. I'll go limp! Oh, that's perfect. He'll be. Oh, I can hear skis jingling. You're a great help, stranger. Here, take the blanket after all. Tosses it to him. I got a question. Yeah. I got a real question. Didn't we establish that there are other children? Did they die on impact? <laughs> Wait, so there's a child named Jules Verne, but like, did the other kids die? Did I mean, Tesla and Elon die? Well, they were all thrown from the train. Well, what happened to Musk? <laughs> How many kids do we have? Uh, Maybe that's the mystery. Elon Musk, Tesla, what was the other one? Obsidian. <laughs> I've tried to remember, like, they're all dead, though, right? Like, I want to assume that the only one left is it's Jules Verne, who has no legs and is now a limp rag. Mm-hmm. And also, just to clarify, when they threw the blanket to the toothless man, was the blanket Jules Verne? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can go back. <laughs> Just then, the guard, uh, the the prisoner guard door opens, uh, and, and the the guard walks in. Dead bodies, corpses, pustules, dirty blankets. Put them all in the wheelbarrow. Do I have to get rid of me blanket? You gotta put it in. Is it dirty? Not yet. Make it dirty and put it in. Oh. <laughs> he jerks off into it. <laughs> Great Bro. Scott. That was my only way out. Here's my blanket. Thank you. Oh, looks like we got one of them crying blankets. Picks up the small boy by the the fat of, around his neck. Pops him in the wheelbarrow. 
right. uh, I'll be back in a week. So much cum. Back in 1985. <laughs> Marty opens his history textbook and sees that the same tapestry is now covered in cum. How? <laughs> The caption below says, No! Daddy Brown Blankie. No! (laughs) No! Uh, The the tapestry that. The tapestry in the history book that was once like a clean image is now a tattered, dirty artifact. But now the little Doc Brown. etched in there uh, is now real fucked up and he's saying Jesus Christ please help me and he's frowning mm-hmm. there's a frown I gotta figure out how to get these pieces together or I'm never gonna be able to get back to the past and save Doc oh god Flux Compassion why didn't pay more attention for the three different times I've traveled through time Oh, okay. Um, uh, I think if I like hold one next to another and then maybe if I like try to run really fast <laughs> Montage music starts to play as Marty tries all these stupid ass ways to travel in time. Uh, he run, yeah, he runs with the parts and hands as fast as he can, trying to hit 88 miles an hour. Uh, he uh, attaches two to a skateboard and tries to skate <laughs> down a really tall hill. <laughs> he finds a tire swing and just spins around as fast as he can on it. He ties he ties the parts to a doorknob and tries to pull the door shut real fast like he's pulling an eight-year-old's tooth out. Uh, he wraps it around a bungee cord, hooks it on one end of a stick, and then shoots it forward, forgetting he's not attached. He uh, holds it in his hand while he jerks off to see if he can get it going fast enough. <laughs> that, that's what does that that's one works. That's the one works, yeah. <laughs> That's what. (laughs) 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 Suddenly, a giant thing appears, and Marty gets thrust through the wormhole. All the the clocks in the background ticking and ticking until uh, finally he is shot out into the same field. But now there's fires burning, plumes of black smoke everywhere. Oh, they got a new pope! (laughs) (laughs) That's your second one in the week! It's the medieval times, I suppose. Oh, I, I gotta change clothes real quick or they're gonna know I'm not from here. Marty finds some grass on the ground. I can wear grass. <laughs> Marty sneaks down into the village and finds a tailor uh, where he he steals some clothes and, and fits in. He just puts on a full suit of armor in a very poor village. That's what he thinks. His he- the helmet is way too big, though, and it always keeps like falling down. Whoa, whoa, whoa there, boy. Where ye be going? Oh, um, I, uh, I, I'm just trying to look for a friend. Oh, interesting armor you've got there. Thanks. It I... looks oversized for your weak, nimbly body. Oh, I'm just, I, I was trying to, you know, lift weights and fit into it. Weights? What be these weights? Were you going to the taxman recently? Yeah, well, uh, you, you know, if you lift uh, enough pounds. Pounds? You mean the money that we currently <laughs> use? He grabs him by the collar. Whose name does this be inside this armor? Does this look like nimbly weak boy to you? No. This is Biff Knightley. Oh, Biff. In the, in the distance, we hear a, a, some sort of war horn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got—I'm a—I don't have time for this. But you—you you shed yourself of this armor. If I catch you in this armor tailor again, I'll be sure you never see another armory tailor ever again in your life. And Biff rushes off to see what the war horn's about. Yeah. O- outside in the courtyard. Gather round, gather round, this is our new Pope. The Pope approaches. Uh, yes, welcome, uh, thank you. Okay, pause. Uh, your best Pope names, go. Uh, <laughs> Clementus Ar- the Fifth. Arch Welling Dukes. Pope Clarence the Cloistered. <laughs> Uh, Pope hat. Uh, <laughs> Pope infectious. Pope, 
Pope Infectious. Popopola. Popola. <laughs> That's it. Popopola. Popopola. Uh, Pope Latifa. Pope Latifa. <laughs> Mary Popins. Ooh, I would love to. Mary Popins. Mary Popins. <laughs> Pick a Pope. Uh, gather round, gather round. It is I, Pope Latifa. <laughs> uh, introducing myself and also announcing. I am looking for my soul protector, my Pope Knight. I want the biggest, strongest knight in the land to be my number one. Oh, and Mr. Pope Latifa, can the strongest knight come execute the legless witch what we found? A legless what? The legless witch boy what we found. Which boy? This witch boy! Uh, Yes, I suppose we should burn him. No. He's been talking about all sorts of rotten magics. Go on. Like, like, like the world being a perfect sphere when we all know it's flat like a piece of parchment. Well, yes, of course. You could walk for days and, and, and then suddenly drop off. He could walk for days. He ain't got no legs. Well, he could crawl for weeks then. Well, we should kill him. No. No. Boy, which boy? What? What? No, don't kill me. I don't... I don't want to die. Not yet, at least. Have you ever served under a pope? Uh, no, I, I've never served under a pope. In fact, I have a, I have pretty uh, strong beliefs about about my... Uh, uh, they're not really being a higher power at all. Uh, more agnostic than anything else. Kill him! Kill him! Kill him, they say. They want me to kill you. What say you? We want the strongest knight to kill him! Oh. Well, then we should get to our knight battle. Witch boy? Yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Marty rushes up to the crowd just in time to see Jules Verne, witch boy, his dra- orb dragged his- off. Oh, no, that looks like Jules! Oh, oh, why is, why is half of him very flat? <laughs> Can we get a moment of silence for the past Popacola? <laughs> the the music is still playing. Silence, we said. <gasps> still just the tambourine. <laughs> Kill him. Uh, let let the tournament of strong knights begin. Cue the music. Ha ha! Oh, who dares come and challenge Biff Knightley? Uh, for I have been the strongest, the strongest knight in Hillston for a fortnight, and no one should surpass me. Who dare challenges me? Oh, tis I, oh, Prince Squoosh of the <laughs> land of Florington. And oh. I have come to face you, Bill. Oh, look. Oh, it's, it's sweet Prince Squoosh. <laughs> yes. Oh, so, so, so bold. Shall we battle by sword or da- joust, or would you prefer to do some sort of javel off? I w- well, I'm expert by sword, I'm expert by joust, but I shall defeat you thrice by doing the jabberwash. Hey, squish, you not prepare for the jabberwash. Well, I, what was the third thing you said then, squish? <laughs> what was the third? It just no matter, we mu- you've, you've, you've invoked the jabberwash. <laughs> the crowd slowly starts chanting jabberwash. Wash. Remove your pants, Squish! <laughs> <laughs> you insist. The whole village drops their pants. <laughs> They're still chanting. Now we wrestle bunnock to bunnock in the Jabberwash. In, in the in the Jabberwash tradition, yes. Um, we cut back to the we cut back to the prison cell where where Doc. Uh, Hears, hears the chanting and knows what's about to happen. <laughs> Jabberwash! I've heard of that! Clara, close your eyes! Close your ears! I don't want you to hear anything that's about to happen. Uh-oh. The Jabberwash is in progress. Clara, your voice is... Oh, wait, you're the other guy. 
Oh, oh no, the, the Jabba wash is in progress. Oh, there you are. Oh, but uh, I agree with the, with the filthy gentleman across the way. Thank you. What is the Jabba wash? Jabba wash is an ancient medieval uh, rite of passage slash combat ritual where two men or women or really any two people put their buttocks together and sword fight back to back until one of them poops up the other's butt. <laughs> it's tradition for everyone to drop their trousers. He slides us down. <laughs> well, Clara, when in Rome, drops us down. No! We cut back to the Jabberwash. Prince Squoosh is bleeding and dying on the ground. We've not actually seen what it is, nor will we ever. <laughs> Aha! Defeated a third time, Squoosh! Squooshbag, you are! Pope Latifah makes an announcement. Biff has won the school of a nash round! Ha 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 I am indeed hungry for I've evacuated everything from within. <laughs> Who else dare challenge Biff Knightley? What about that guy? He's got a suit of armor on. Uh, me? We're a bloodthirsty crowd who has a taste for violence. Push him in. You! You have stolen my armor from the armory tailor. Speak your name. Uh-huh. For it'll be your last utterance. Uh, um, it's, it's uh, Mar- Mar- Marcus McFly. Artemis McFly, step forward. Okay. Um, hey, uh, I, you know, uh, yeah, uh, I, I really feel very uh, uncomfortable with what you have planned. Uh, I, what I just witnessed is one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen two men do to each other while an entire crowd removes their um, trousers. Well. <laughs> The next duel is the 69. Ah, one of my favorite forms of battle. First man to acquire 69 casualties is the winner. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, 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 okay. So I don't have to Okay, cool. So I just have to kill 69 people. That's that's Somehow equally as bad as 69, this dirty medieval man. Okay, sure. Yeah, that sounds good. What sorcery does he speak of, 69ing me? Are we 69, 69 others? Yes, you mean 89, 86, 86? 86 them. Yes. You know, like when you run out of meat at the Burger King, you've 86'd the patties. What's wrong, boy? You chicken or something? Don't you want to 69 some people? Did you, did you call me chicken? Yeah! Well, years one? You know, no, nobody calls me chicken. Did you see Marty uh, on, in a suit of armor and a skateboard going around decapitating several villagers? It's very much like uh, the fight scene in... Uh, oh, God. What's the... Oh, ah, uh, old, old boy. Nope, 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 nope. Um, it's the uh, Bri- uh, Kings Bri- of New York. Nope, it's the British Kingsman. one. Kingsman. Yes, Monty Python the and the Holy yeah. In the church. It's the fight in the church. Yeah. <laughs> it's the fight in the church. Colin Fer- Firth. Colin Firth. Firth. Colin Firth. And, uh, but it's Marty McFly, and he is just slaughtering yeah. medieval people. It is very, very good. Wait, what, what 80s tune is going to this? Marty knocks a dozen eggs out of a woman's hand, and that counts for 12 casualties. Meanwhile, we cut the biff. Biff Knightley watching the horrors uh, unfold, the decapitations, and he can't stomach it. He's he's only taken one other head in his life, and it has traumatized him. He just continues to vomit onto the floor. And then there's a there's a villager with a wheelbarrow full of shit that is uh, Marty cuts the head off of, and all the shit just flies on the bed. <laughs> oh, sixty-eight. One more, McFly. Oh, I killed the witch boy. That'll be your 69th. Well, okay, no, I, I, well, I, can't, I, I can't kill a kid, you know. I mean, I... I kill, I mean, I, yeah, I killed a bunch of eggs which counted as kids, but I don't care. Shh, he ain't a kid. He's a witch. He's hundreds of years old. Marty, I'm already half dead anyway. 
If this helps you save my dad and mom, you need to do what you need to do. Take my head. <laughs> Jules, you know what? You know I can't do that. Just close your eyes and think of me as somebody that you really hate. What's he saying? I can't hear him from way up here. He's casting a spell. Oh. Jules, call me. you know what to call me. Okay. Uh. <laughs> the crowd starts, the, what's left of the crowd starts chanting, Chicken, 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 chicken. You're, you're, you're a chicken, Mighty. You can't do it. <laughs> and he just, he just snaps Jules' neck <laughs> in the Pope Latifah's hands. We have a winner! Marticus McFly! You are my golden knight! Guilty child! Guilty child! No, you you killed a witch, don't be silly. Had you not done that, maybe your legs would have been next. Can I, uh, can I pick uh, my, like, reward? As a reward, you may pick a reward. (laughs) (laughs) Huzzah! Huzzah! Hey, Marcus, pick a reward. You may also have the keys to the prison. Okay, well, that was going to be my... So can I get a different reward? Because I was going to ask for the prison keys, but I mean, okay. Uh, Sure. Um... Uh yeah. Uh, could, could you do me a favor and like get rid of that whole uh, uh, Jabberwock uh, tradition? It, it, it's disturbing as fuck. Uh oh, the Jabberwock where we uh, spank each other's butts with each other's butts and then stab each other. And uh, yes, and as if you'll remember, the the goal is to poop each other's butts. <laughs> no, yes, yes, one one. It's disturbing. That gay prince is dead on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> as you wish. No more Jabberwosh. Remove it from the wheel of battles. Marty rushes to the jail. <laughs> Clara, this might be the last time we ever see each other alive. I love you, I love you, Emmett. Or, or Doc. I love you. Uh, it doesn't matter anymore. I just, I just want you to know that I feel like we've led a, a full life. Uh, we had, we had a number of children. Yeah. They... They got to go on. We might still, we might still have one. I mean, things might have worked out for Jules. Uh, it might be Marty coming through here with Jules any minute. Why should the door flies open? Look, it's Marty. And he's got Jules' body in his hands. And he's got Jules. Jules, my boy, you did great. He drops him on the ground. Ah, oh, fuck. Oh no, Marty, what happened? Uh, I, uh, I won the battle, uh, and, uh, we're free to go. Uh, I, um... Well, I guess you, you probably tried your best to save Jules. Yeah, yeah, no. I know you're a good person. Yeah, no, I, I killed 69 different people, uh, to, 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 um... Wait, you did 69? Yeah. No one's done that in a century. I've got something to admit. Since you were so kind and kept me company down here doing all the chanting and farting and murdering, and you gave me this nice blanket, I guess I should tell you the real reason I'm in here. What's that? Sorcery. I don't need no pig trough. I'm a wizard. There's no such thing as magic. There's only pure science and industry. Watch this. The prisoner waves his hand and the prison cell door just opens. What? What are you thinking at? By God, it is magic. Here, bring my boy back. Oh, oh, that's necromancy. That's a different department. Is there anybody who practices that in this village of Hilston? Yes, I know a guy. He's the uh, armory tailor uh, owner. The armory tailor owner? Yeah, his name's uh, Greg. Marty, did you run across the armory tailor on her? Uh, well, I mean, I, I don't know. I just could have stole some armor and ran away. And... Well, we'll go to the armory tailor, bring my boy back, then get in the, the the train and go back home. Wait, how did Marty get here to begin with? Marty, how did you get back here? I don't want to talk about it. 
Let's just say that... I'd like to go with Marty, actually. The, give, give you and Jewel space after he comes back. So you can explain everything. I'd, I'd rather go back to the future with Marty. He's, a, he's the hero of the day, after all. Do you mind if uh, I ride with you, Marty? Uh, um, yeah, uh, you might have to actually run the stick. Stay, I don't remember a stick in the train. Uh, oh, uh, this is a very different train I'm going to be running. <laughs> all right. Well, you two go go warm up the train, and I'll get Jules back to life. I'll take you to Greg. Outside of Greg's place, it says Necromance Shack. <laughs> All right, his name's Greg Schneider, and he's very loud. Be careful. The door opens. Necromance Shack, baby! How can I help you? Well, I've got a dead boy here, and I need him brought back to life. I think he's only been dead for maybe about six hours or so. Dead boy sitting in my entryway. Let's see. Let's see. He opens a drawer. He's fumbling around looking for some sort of spell book. Here it is. It's the spell book of the century. He flips to page 69 and reads the spell out loud. Now, wait. I'm a man of science, so... Uh, have you done this before? I've done this twice. Twice! I mean, did it work? 100% chance. And they lived long, healthy, natural lives. That's not part of the deal. It's just bringing back to life. Well, I don't have any choice. Get on with it. All right. Laying on the ground here, boy, he is dead. But you know he just needs two new legs. Come back alive, because you're not supposed to be dead yet. Ooh, it's working! He's alive! Jewel, speak to me! My boy, he's back! I'm hungry, That beautiful, guttural, demonic sounding voice! Give me a kiss, boy! Oh, your saliva tastes like. Uh, boiling pitch! <laughs> That's my boy. In the distance, we hear uh, the horn of a train. (laughs) In the distance, we hear the horniness of Marty. (laughs) Marty? Marty? (laughs) That's Clara's whispers that are gently rolling down the hills. They've got the train back up. Jules, Dwayne, whatever the fuck your name was. My name's Greg. We got no time to lose. Here, let's go. He grabs Jules and they book it down the hillside towards the train sound. Doc and Jules uh, uh, see Clara and uh, uh, Marty standing at the bottom of the hill and with the the train somehow restored. uh, And they're both just uh, very sweaty. Been working very hard. Um... Doc, Doc and Jewel suddenly get close to them, but then they hear, Mordecai! Mordecai! It's time to settle the score, you weak, flimly boy! Um, I, I, we are, the score's been settled. You didn't kill anyone. I killed 69 people. I snapped that boy's neck. I sla- you did what? What? I mean, can we just go back to the future, please? Ah! I, you may have killed, slain 69, but uh, I only need to slain one. It is you! Suddenly, Jules Verne, in a fit of skin hunger rage, charges Biff and chomps onto Biff's neck. Oh, shit, that hurts! <laughs> Biff starts bleeding from his jugular, falls to the ground. Oh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Uh, but with one last hit, takes out Jules Verne again. Oh, Boy, no! I was a but it's too late. The train is powered up and it starts to soar across the medieval ground. In one moment, it, start- it starts to enter the time paradox wormhole before it hits the thing. And suddenly Marty looks back at Doc and says, Hey, uh, Doc, didn't... What happened to the kids? Marty, where we're going, we don't need kids. 
Sim. <laughs> oh man, that was back, back for the future. Back to the future. Or back, back to, to the future. All right, back to the future. And that was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love how everything we're like. That was fun. Remember, it's fun. Uh, yeah, uh, that's fun, right? <laughs> the, this whole show is a compliment sandwich. We're gonna do great movie. Wow. wow, that was fun. <laughs> wow, we did it, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that was awesome. Uh, I'm really glad you could join us, Will. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, and you know, we hope to have some more guest uh, appearances soon. Um, do you have anything you want to plug? I mean, we're we're doing this on your network, so plug away. Yeah, sure. No, uh, if you want to support all of these shows, you can go to patreon.com slash redcurbcomedy and donate a monthly little donation. And then you can see a lot of these different things that are posted regularly throughout the month. And uh, you support the theater so we can come back live. And then I have a little podcast, too, called Distraction. Uh, It's like this one where you can uh, subscribe to it on Apple or uh, on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts and uh, go check that out a lot of uh, all of these people have been on it uh, yes. guesting before mm-hmm. so uh, uh, there's lots of cool shows at patreon.com slash comedy and other podcasts like this one yes thank you um, you can follow this show on Twitter and Facebook uh, it's it could happen mm-hmm. pod or ICH it's pod. different for both so I would recommend typing in ICH and maybe film prof and you're probably gonna find it it could happen a film prof podcast. it could happen a film prof podcast Facebook Twitter um, we have a suggestion form pinned to the top of both of those pages so if you want if there's a movie that you want us to do a sequel for uh, please uh, fill out that, that suggestion form. It's it's a simple, um, literally, you just type it in, and, and that's it. And as Will mentioned, you know, visit us at uh, redcurbcomedy. Uh, or no, uh, well, redcurbcomedy.com. If you'd like to donate and support us, you can go to patreon.com slash redcurbcomedy, uh, and that's really going to help uh, uh, support us, keep this show going, uh, and help the and theater get back the theater, on its yes. feet uh, once once all this pandemic crap is over. So, um, I'm Aaron. I'm Chad. I'm Taylor. And remember... It could happen. happen.